From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you live from the Cheesehead TV podcast studio in New York City, and Corey joins us from the LiveX studio down the hall, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we discuss the Packers avoiding disaster in Carolina, measure the fallout from Jair's suspension, and look ahead to Jordan Love's toughest test yet. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got. Aaron Jones. We got the bad. We got Joe Barry. We got the ugly. We got Matt LaFleur for continuously giving us Joe Barry. How are you, Banky? Welcome to New York City. Hope you're doing well. I'm good. I'm good. Here we go. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Yes, we do. We got a lot to talk about, but you know. We, have, we got a tradition here on this show. We don't start with any of the nonsense. We start in a very specific spot each and every week. This week is no different. Let's get to the hotness. Oh, yeah. It's time for the hotness. I mean, there were a lot of things on offer this week when it comes to the hotness, but I absolutely love this throw from Jordan Love. And actually, the broadcast version is probably a lot better. It is a lot better, but we don't want to get taken down. We don't want to get demonetized. So here's a clip from the coach's tape showing Jordan Love just starting to bail the pocket, falling back, and then throwing a dime. Look at that. That's an incredible throw. This kid just keeps getting better each and every week. Jordan Love makes some kind of throw, some kind of play that makes you go, holy shit. And that certainly fit the bill. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the hotness. How do you like that, Banky? I like it. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because now it's time for Packers news. And it's time to talk about some stuff going on in the old uh, Packers fear. As you know, and maybe you've heard, I, I think maybe word has reached your royal ear that Jair Alexander was suspended for conduct detrimental to the team today. My goodness. For, yeah, I mean, the uh, somewhat of a last straw being his uh, decision to become a captain, even though he wasn't made a captain, and head out to the coin toss and almost botch the thing prior to the game down in Carolina. And then afterwards, Jair was asked about it in the locker room. Here's what he had to say. Thanks to Matt Schneidman for capturing this. So were you supposed to be a captain? Because the team announces the three game captains and you were the fourth and you called the toss. What happened there? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's only suiting, you know. I don't think Coach knew I was from Charlotte, you know, so. So you just did that on your own? I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, it was like a, you know, the guys backed me up, you know, so they, they knew I was from here. Did you realize you almost made a big mistake on the call, though? What'd I do? Well, you said we want to go on defense. Yeah. Which, in theory, could they could have said, then you're electing to kick to, to uh, kick off, which you would have lost the opportunity then yeah. to receive in the second half. Yeah, no, I told them that, uh, I said, uh, I, want, I want our defense to be out there. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like... I mean, it's pretty simple what I said. Like, I want the defense to be out there. They're like, you mean defer? I'm like, yeah, I guess. Okay. Did he, did he say that to you? Yeah, he did. Because the, the mic was on. Oh, it was? Yeah, he heard he you. Hear <laughs> oh, really? No, he was just like, defer? I was like, yeah. Everybody was like, yeah. Like, everybody was laughing. I'm like, what are y'all laughing at? Like, it's pretty obvious what I'm asking for. So did anyone say anything to you when you got back to the no. sideline? <laughs> Why would they? There's a lot to unpack there, Corey. Uh, but that was after the gentleman game, who to be clear. That wasn't that was after, after the, the game. Yep. Suspension. Yeah. No, no, no. That was after the game on Sunday. Yep. Um, Jair essentially saying, what's the big deal? Um, it does uh, feel like, and I think Matt LaFleur has now 
since confirmed that the suspension is not just for the coin toss incident. That was very much the final straw, the proverbial final straw, after a number of other things that have happened behind the scenes. Of course, LaFleur is not going to get into what that might be, but pretty significant move for Brian Gutekunst and Matt LaFleur, which you know, LaFleur said they did talk about it jointly this morning, to you know suspend Jair heading into this game. Sunday night in Minnesota, playoffs on the line, Justin Jefferson's waiting, and you suspend Jair for one game. You know, the, the word is he will be back for the final game against the Bears. Uh, what, are you, what are your reactions there, Corey? <sighs> I don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I mean, Why? I don't Why know. Don't I, you like it, it? It definitely felt okay. So I texted you after. I think you were doing. One yeah, party. I just. I, I was literally live, it. and and yeah, Matt was asking yeah, about I had, it, and Matt tried to I explain saw what it. happened. Yeah, and you know, it felt serious at the time, especially with the way that Jair was acting. Like the fact that he wasn't acting like it was super serious, and like the coin toss is a big deal. Like our strategy on the coin toss is a really, really big deal, mm. and the fact that you're not a captain and you go out there. You know, come on. It's been pretty clear in Packers history if you're a captain. Like, it just – it definitely felt like a big deal, but I just don't like the suspension. I just think if you're serious about the playoffs, you're not suspending Jerry Alexander against the Vikings. You're just not. So it just shows – I hear you, but – To me, to me, it shows. To me, it, it just shows – there is no way, okay, last year that they suspend Jair for the same thing. There's no way. There's no way. And the fact that they – know they're in a year when they can kind of get away with this kind of thing to quote unquote right the ship, right? If he's going off if he's going off reservation, you know, it right. makes sense. But it it just you know, kinda of like the Russell Douglas move. It just feels like, you know, hey, this is a this is a shit year and we can kind of get away with things that we wouldn't be able to get away with in other years. Well I think it's a different context. If it's last year, they're still with Aaron Rodgers and they're still gunning for a Super Bowl. I think this year Regardless of what you think about the coin toss incident, Matt, like I said, confirmed that this is more than just that. Like, there's other things going on. Who knows what that's in reference to? We don't. Yeah, know, but what right? is it then? Yeah, then what? Well, we don't know. But we don't know. But it's serious enough that they had the conversation this morning and they decided to pull the trigger, knowing the game coming up and the importance of that game and the opponent they are facing. I I would I would submit to the court that that probably means there have been some significant issues going on behind the scenes. Now, I thought Mark Tauscher put it perfectly on the radio earlier today when he said this is a perfect opportunity for a reset from Jair, where now you get to say to him, look, this is how serious we feel about it. This is where not just this coin toss incident, but everything going on this season, we paid you a whole lot of money to be the guy, to come in and shut guys down. And even prior to, you know, you want to look back at the start of this season, even prior to the injury stuff, wasn't like he was performing at his top peak level, the guy we know he can be. Hell, go back to last year. You know, it's like that's not the Jair they've been seeing. You throw on top of it whatever issues they're having behind the scenes, and then the coin toss incident clearly is, like I said, a, a final straw. It just feels like an opportunity for the team to say, okay, we want you to be the guy. We've paid you to be the guy. We really think you can be one of the top performers, one all pro in this league. But man, there comes responsibility with that. There comes, you know, and here's the other part of it. You're doing this. You talk about context. You talk about last year versus this year. Look at the roster. They are literally the youngest team in the NFL, and they've got one of their supposed leaders just making shit up as he goes, completely disregarding all decorum and rules and everything that the coaches and the NFL has put in place. Like, I'm sorry. If you want to send a message, you want accountability, which everyone talks about. I, I, I get it, man. I get it. It sucks. It sucks this week, but long-term, and you heard Matt talk about that at his presser, Long-term, their hope is that this is for the best to get Jair kind of shook to the point where, okay, maybe I do need to dial in a little bit more. I think that's the hope. I think that's the hope, but I just don't – I don't think that's going to do the, what they think it's going to do. 
Like clearly, there's no, that, something going that's on. That's possible, and definitely. There, there's something going on with this defense. Whether it's Joe Barry or miscommunication, the Devondre Campbell tweet from right. two weeks ago. There's something happening that we yep. don't know what that yep. is. We don't know whether it's player related. But this is not, in my opinion, this isn't how you get it right. Because, right. You know, especially when you know. I mean, nothing happens in a vacuum, right? And so, like, right. as much as everybody on Twitter is losing their mind and conflating, like, hey, well, why don't we get rid of – why don't we uh, suspend Joe right. Barry while we're at it? Two different issues, I know. But totally the fact that – issues. But they are separate. But, again, we're not in a vacuum, right? So, like, right. you know how fans are going to take it, right? They're going to be upset. They're going to be like, no. hey, you're not taking the you're – not, you, you're not taking your season seriously, right? You're not – these are some criticism. Just saying, I'm, I'm not saying they're doing this. I, I, mean, I did say no, I, that. But, I feel you. But so you're not taking your season seriously. You've got your best friend on your team that's proven he's just as shitty as he's always been, or maybe not your best friend, <laughs> right. but one of your best friends. Right. So a you, friend. So you got a, a friend. You got right. a nepo baby on your team. You're covering for, and you know right. your one of your main guys goes off the reservation, and you're not doing anything about this other thing, but you're going to do something about this. It just I don't know. It just doesn't nothing, – nothing about it feels good. It just feels I agree with crappy. your sentiment. I, I, I agree with you that there does feel like there's something festering underneath it all, right? The connection between the like, – whatever we're talking about with Devondre Campbell connected to Jair and now this suspension, it's all on the defensive side of the ball. Someone in my mentions was like, where are all the malcontents on offense? It's like, hmm, interesting that there are none, Right. I kind of jokingly said that's reserved for David Bakhtiari, but you know it is does seem to be somewhat, like I said, festering on the defensive side of the ball. And I have zero doubt. We've talked about it. You know, we're going to get to this off season. Joe Barry is going to be gone, and there's going to be a bit of a, but not a bit of a hard reset on the defense. Uh, until then, it's clear the Packers needed to send a message not only to Jair but I suspect to their team. I mean, it's, yeah, we'll it's clear it that out. it's to the other team because anybody – I don't even know Jair person, as a person, but I can tell you right now this phases him 0%. 0.0%. The little right. I know about the guy, the guy lives in his own world. He lives in his own planet, okay? This this right. $60,000 fine and a suspension is literally like me saying, Aaron, give me $10. It's it's nothing. It's <laughs> right. literally a nothing right. burger. Right. And and all yeah. it does is hurt the team. Like I, I I think you're right. I think it's for other people, right? It's for it's for other other it's a people. Message. Not, it's a message. It's a yeah. message. But it's like it's just a shit message on a shit sandwich. It's just it's crap. It's a shit if you're message. if your answer to the if your answer to the Green Bay Packers defense is to suspend Jair Alexander because oh he's insubordinate. Hey, look, your defensive coordinator fucking sucks, bro. And everybody in the fan base is fucking sick of his shit. So instead of doing something about an actual problem (laughs) and in the locker room, right? Right. So instead of actually doing something that anybody could get behind, you're going to do something to fuck with your own game. It doesn't – it just – yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it from like, hi, I'm in high school or college, but this isn't fucking high school or college. This is the real world. And in the real world, there aren't consequences for superstars like that that do small insubordinate issues, and I get it. Yeah, Vince Lombardi would have fired him. Well, we're not in the fucking Lombardi era anymore. Well, you see, but here's the the danger, though. You keep saying, like, the coin toss or the one insubordinate incident. Clearly, there have been more than just one. Like, this is the problem – Having a conversation about it is difficult without knowing all the information, right? And clearly there is more information that we're not privy to. And the thing that I keep coming back to in my mind is Matt LaFleur talking about the conversation they had. And Brian Gutekunst, in the announcement of the suspension, talked about a very positive conversation that they had with Jair. I got to think all parties involved, and to your point, yes, Jair very much his own man, very much marching to his own drum. But I got to think this is a good opportunity for him to reset and kind of understand what they expect of him. And look, you're going to say it does no good or it doesn't, it's not going to work. Maybe it's entirely possible, but I got to think they are at their last kind of straw, their last wit. They're pulling out their last hair, trying to get through to the guy. And this is the action that they have decided to take. Now, again, Will it be successful? I have no idea. But 
I'll tell you this, if we turn around next year and Jair's back to being an all-pro, okay, I think it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it's a tough game in Minnesota on Sunday night, but if long-term this gets him back to the level we know he can play at, let's go, man. Let's ride. I'm all in. Maybe if it does that. I doubt it. Now, I, well, I that's just think point. you're hurting. Like, I don't you're know. ultimately that's my hope. I don't know. You're right. I don't know what's going on. It's just that this decision hurts the Green Bay Packers more than it hurts anyone else. This decision that's hurts true. the Green Bay Packers playoff chances more today. than it hurts today. Yes. today. Today's playoff chances yeah. for today with the game yeah. happening yeah. more than it hurts yeah. Matt LaFleur, Jair Alexander or anything else. Like that all it does is go you just okay. you're putting yourself backwards. And I get you cuz you're trying to fix the future, but it's like I don't right. know if the guy. Also, well, if like, a guy like if a guy's going to be like that, is he? Are you really going to be able to bring him back around? That's my other thing. Like I don't know. That's that's a if good, a guy's that's a that good question. Like to your point, right? If I don't right. know, okay. So you got the coin toss thing. You got going out and being a captain. I get all that, right? And then there's these other things. But if a guy's that mm-hmm. insubordinate, you really think something like this is going to? I don't know. It just it just feels desperate. It just feels kind of school marmy. It feels like. It just I don't like it. But here's like the thing. It. There's nothing. Maybe they I like are desperate. It. Yeah, it might feel desperate because maybe they are. Like this is the other this is again, not having every piece of information. Who knows how many talks they've had with Jair? Who knows what conversations have happened before this? Like, yeah, it probably does feel desperate because maybe they are. Like, I, I just think it's hard to like come down a hundred percent on either side, not knowing all the facts. And of course, the Packers are never going to give us all that. Maybe something comes out through reporting. Maybe Domofsky gets something. But, like, it, it's much like the Rasul Douglas trade that, like, everyone hated and still kind of hate. And, like, I keep seeing people reference that and whatever. And it's like, yeah, that sucks this year. But they're looking long-term. They want to win a championship. They're not winning a championship in 2023. They want to win a championship, and they're going to be able to do that if Jair gets back to playing at an all-pro level. And clearly, they think long-term, this is going to help get to that end. Now, you're right. We have no idea if that happens. If it doesn't, and hell, there's every possibility it goes the other way, right? Maybe this makes him more, like, want to get the fuck out of town. Maybe it makes him more insubordinate. Maybe, like, that's entirely possible. But again, I can only take them at their word when they talk about the good conversation they had with Jair this morning. Hopefully, he's on board. We'll see. And who knows, you know, we might blow out we might blow out the Vikings, so there's that. I mean, it might be Thanksgiving all over again. Who knows? Jair wasn't you there at Thanksgiving. Nope. Wasn't there you never know the with these Green Bay Packers. They won both you those never games. Know. Never know this year. Absolutely. Um, in other news, uh, Reed, Wicks, and Musgrave all practiced today. Um, the Reed thing is super nice, especially since that toe kept him out of the Carolina game. We know Wicks left the, at halftime after the chest injury. Musgrave did start practicing last week, and he is now practicing. I, I don't know if they listed him at full, but it's just a walkthrough today. We'll see how he progresses throughout the week. But, man, getting all three of those guys on the field on Sunday night, whoo, baby, that would be nice. Uh, on the downside, still no Christian Watson. Watson uh, did not participate when the team left after stretch and went outside. Watson stayed inside with the rehab group. Maybe he progresses throughout the week. Hopefully they can get him out there. We all know what a difference he makes. Um, On the defensive side of the ball, Darnell Savage did return to practice, uh, but Devondre Campbell is still out. Matt LaFleur indicating that he is pretty much day by day at this point with that uh, neck issue that, wasn't on the injury report two weeks ago and magically came back after his tweet. So, so we'll see. We'll see where Campbell's at. I love it. Um, you want to talk about the offense? Let's talk about the offense, Corey. The offense has been exciting me a little bit. I mean, right? Uh, let's start with Bo Melton. Welcome to the party, Bo Melton. What a game. What a game to show up and, like, Essentially, as Andy Herman said in Let's Talk Football, they were like, uh, can you go be Jaden Reed for a day? And he <laughs> answered the bell, man. Like, he was really good. Like, to the point where not only with his route running, but, like, his physicality in the run game on the edge, blocking. And, like, you could tell he was amped to be out there. 
man. Yeah. You love it for a guy that they plucked off the Seattle practice squad last year. Crazy. Has barely been utilized, has barely been active, and he comes out there and has that kind of game. That's a obviously a testament, A number one, to Bo Melton for being ready when his number gets called. But also, hey, kudos to the Packers for identifying a talent who, again, that they have brought along here these last two years. And, you know, they go down how many receivers coming into that game. And, oh, look, we got this guy. We poached off a practice squad. And it's not Rasul level yet, but, hey, that's a pretty damn good performance from a guy who, again, like just been sitting on the shelf for two years, essentially. And Yeah, I don't remember even hearing his name in training camp at all, really. I mean, he, yeah, no, he was I mean, kind he of the standout wasn't a big kid. Name. I mean, yeah, exactly. He didn't really. Exactly. Yep. It was like he, he was not he, he, big narrative. All the people right. we have now. Yeah. Well, I don't remember really. It wasn't a big narrative, but you love his speed. You love his tenacity. Like I said, his physicality, everything he did on Sunday, you love to see it. And hey, who knows what the makeup of the receiving core will be on Sunday night. They may need him again, but. Just love love that that kid got an opportunity to shine uh, when his number was called. Um, speaking of wide receivers, we've talked a lot about the guys who have been in and out, some of the youth, explosiveness, the excitement. Man, when in doubt, throw it up to Romeo. How great is that play at the end of the game when he catches that ball? Like he said, it took three steps, and then the ball came loose. I definitely caught it. Like I love Adam Thielen trying to, like, throw shade saying, oh, that's what happens when you play the Packers as far as that call standing. Man, shout out to Romeo. Whether it's that play, whether it's the touchdown catch, when in doubt, he is such a kind of sturdy presence already, even just in his second year. Like, yes, a lot of other guys are more explosive, more athletic, what have you, but Romeo Dobbs is a security blanket. Man, if you have a game on the line and you're throwing it up, like, go Go Romeo, go get it! I love it. I love this kid. Yeah. I love his. Ten- I love his Agreed. tenacity in the game. He's quickly become a number one. I just. I wish they utilized him more. To be honest with you. Uh, and then Aaron Jones to the rescue. How great is it to watch Aaron Jones play football again? I mean, I know we've had Man. like doses, but to see a full game from Jones, oh, it's great. And I, you know me, I'll quibble with his usage always because that's what I do. But man. It's just so great to have him out there. And look, I don't think it's a fucking coincidence. Oh, you mean we have a full game of Aaron Jones and we crack 30 points? That's not that doesn't just happen. You know what I mean? Like no. he's so good. He keeps you ahead of the sticks. He creates explosive plays. He's such a dependable producer as far as like you just give him the ball and you are almost automatically ahead of the sticks. You are almost automatically in a favorable down a distance more often than not. Now, what you do with that, that's another story. But he'll just keep you uh, like on schedule. And look, especially first-year starter down how many weapons, Aaron Jones to the rescue. I, I can't say enough great stuff about it, about him, about his play, what he means to this team. I try not to think about this offseason when they've got to decide what to do with his contract. But right now, let's let's see a lot more Aaron Jones. I'm all about that life. Yeah, well, and it's clear, it's clear that the Panthers adjusted late in the game, and it's also clear that the Packers have no, they have no ability to hemorrhage time. Like they just, it's like <laughs> right. we we yep. can't even like, you know, I know it's vanilla, but like sometimes you just want vanilla ice cream. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just want Briars vanilla with the little black <laughs> specks. You know what I mean? Right. And like, oh yeah. You just want that taste. And, like, I don't understand and, what and is Le- so bad about yeah. running first down, second down. You're ahead. Huh. I yep. need to take time off the clock. Let me run up the gut. Let me run to the right. Let me run to the left. Oh, I didn't get a first <laughs> down. Okay, I need to punt it. Oh, I just took three minutes off the clock. Like, exactly. what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Instead, Nothing. I'm going to pass it. Oh, I didn't get it. Incomplete. Time stopped. Oh, incomplete second down. Now it's third down. Now I'm going to run. It's like, and now I've taken off fucking 45 seconds. What have I done? I've done nothing. I haven't done the thing. I'm. It's like, uh, this offense has no (laughs) answer to when we're ahead. It's like we never thought we'd get ahead. It's like, hey, let's get ahead so we can keep scoring. What about get ahead (laughs) so you can just stay ahead? Yeah. You can win the game. 
It's funny that the, the vanilla ice cream analogy is apt because like, yes, all you need is a vanilla ice cream. That's all you need. But M Matt seems to want to like keep dipping in the sherbet or the rainbow or the Neapolitan. Like he's got to get some other flavors in there when all you need is some vanilla ice cream, man. It's a hot day. Just eat your vanilla ice cream. It's all good. I mean, and I thought at the end, like, okay, he had the first drive right where they went three and out and then carolina goes down to 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 keep it you know push it to one score it's a one score game and then he gets like aaron jones up the gut for six yards and i'm like okay here we go here comes the four minute drive salt this game away and then he calls some damn perimeter scream to patrick taylor what are we doing if you have to throw it patrick taylor should be the last dude you're thinking about Think Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. It drives me insane. But yeah, you're right, man. Just eat your vanilla ice cream. That's all we need. That's all we need. Um, all right, because we're con contracted, you know, to do so. Got to talk about the defense, Corey. Even though no, no, everybody's sick of it. Everybody's tired of it. Everybody's over it. Got to talk about the defense. More pressure, more man coverage, same results. Literally, by the metrics, by the numbers, they played more man, sent more pressure than they have all season long. And early on, as you noted on Watch Party, it seemed like they were doing a pretty good job, especially in man coverage. Like, they, the approach was noticeably different. But then you get to the fourth quarter, and it was a disaster. I think most of it is because you can change the approach, right? But you've spent all year, going back to, like, May, Working on your too high shell, your soft zones, rally and tackle. You haven't practiced these pressure calls. You haven't like drilled the stuff that you're asking these guys to do now as far as timing up blitzes. I mean, there were some hilarious attempts at sending pressure in this game from the Green Bay Packers. Like you can just tell it's not who they are. It's not what they've emphasized all year long. Now suddenly you're trying to change the approach, which I guess I get. Because you've been getting gashed these last couple weeks. But man, it was it was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. I mean, especially against a two and whatever 16 team. Jesus. Right. A terrible, terrible team. A terrible yeah. quarterback who, hey, look, he had his career. That's right. Say it with me. Career day against the Green Bay Packers. Although it should be noted, as Justice pointed out on Twitter, uh, the, the Packers have now gone one whole week without allowing the NFC Offensive Player of the Week to happen against their defense. Uh, though, Though Bryce Young was in the running, he was nominated. Uh, somebody else won it, so that's that's that breaks the streak of two weeks in a row of the Packers defense producing the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. So that's something you hang your hat on. That's something you can feel good about coming out of this game. Uh, other places on the defense, uh, talking about Joe Barry, which everyone seems to do. You got to ride the Barry roller coaster for these last two weeks. <laughs> Maybe if they win into the playoffs, who knows? But the fire Joe Barry stuff, I talked about this on Daily yesterday. Man, it's like you've become a troll group. You've just become an internet troll with your fire Joe Barrys. Like, we all want him fired. We all are pretty sure it's going to happen. Just Can we just let it play out? Just ride the Barry roller coaster because that's who your team is right now. It's a Joe Barry helm defense. That's your team. Root for it. I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be frustrating. God knows I'll I'll curse on watch party. But Monday through Saturday, can we just like ride the roller coaster a little bit? 
That's all I'm asking. I don't think that's a lot how to many, ask for. How many hours after the last – I want to know how many hours people think <laughs> after the last game of the season. So, January, what is that, January 7th we played the Bears, right? Right. So, right. how many hours after the Bears game do we make the announcement? Is it 30 hours after? Is not it for another 72 week. Not for hours week. after? Not for another week. They're going to be in the playoffs, so it's not. It's going to be another week. There you go. I like that, Apples. Playoffs? I like the power – what do Power they have? They have like a thinking, tw- Banky. They have a nineteen. What is it? It's a twenty-two percent chance of making the playoffs. I think. I'm around there. The, yeah. Maybe it's right, in right tw- maybe it's somewhere between but, twelve and twenty. But if they win on Sunday night, it skyrockets. Let's go, Banky. Let's go. That's a big if. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I'm aware. I'm just saying anything's possible. I mean, I'm. I'm here's the thing, though. All all that said, I am here for. Uh, I am here for a young kid to get an interception against Justin Jefferson or having one of our young kids just shut down Justin Jefferson. Right. Not shut him down because I don't that's think you can dope. do that, but like even if he gets like two catches, that's shutting him down. So that's something. Word. You got you to gotta think with, with Jair out. They are going to key wherever Justin Jefferson is on the field. Like, And that's, you know, Joe Barry, he, he really sucks at trying to isolate. He's really terrible right. at isolation. Like that's yep. that might be like his yep. Achilles heel besides man. Right. Besides man well, and pressure. His his Achilles heel, I think, is isolation. Other than that, here's the Other thing. Other than though. that. It's like <laughs> they, here's the thing though. They don't have a quarterback. Like their rookie might start. And Nick Mullins just threw four interceptions against the Lions. You know, it's like yeah, but you know what that means? They're playing the Packers, though. They're playing the Packers. Yeah, it's gonna exactly. be the it's gonna be the exactly. greatest career performance from this Vikings quarterback uh-huh. that the, you've ever seen in Vikings never history. <laughs> it's so true. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying that the opportunities should be there for 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 an interception. That's all I'm saying. Like, will it should. happen? Probably not. How about no, Valentine with a pick yeah. six? Car- Carrington Valentine gets a pick six on Sunday night. I'm That'd calling it right sweet. now. Let's go. That'd be sweet. Come on now. Come on now. Let's do it. It's going to be right after. Here's here's how it's going to set up. The Vikings are going to have just picked up a first down. They're going to be feeling good about themselves. You're going to hear that stupid fucking horn. And then the next play, Carrington Valentine houses one. Calling okay. it right now. Let's go. Let's go. I'm down with that. Hey. Hey, okay, so there's a lot of shit talk about the defense, obviously, for good reason. I want to highlight two really good performances from uh, from Sunday against the Panthers. Lucas Van Ness, Von Ness, as Corey likes to say, and Carl Brooks had good games. I wish they'd play Brooks more, uh, but both of these guys, two rookies up front, they're really coming into their own, and I really like what we've seen from them. I, look, I know it's doom and gloom around the defense. And I understand people being frustrated. There are green shoots, and and I know no one wants to hear it, but I'm here to tell you there are things that you can look at and say, you know, we just get someone new in the in the room and a different kind of defensive setup, and there's still some really promising parts here. So I, I just I just hope people can just pay attention to the good stuff as well, and I know. I'm as guilty as anyone of being frustrated with the defense and hating on Barry, and that's all good and fine, and I understand it. But just know that there are some really promising things happening on the defensive side of the ball as well as all the crap. That's all. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think my expectation for Van Ness was higher than he's performed this year. But my expectation for the first-rounder is always very high. Right. So I think that's natural, right? I think that's understandable. People kind of go that route, but he's come on here this last second part of the year. I think he's really started to kind of, I don't want to say flex his muscles, Hercules, whatever, but I think he's really kind of started to show some of that upside that they clearly loved when they selected him. And I think, you know, you'll see next season, he'll probably be getting many more snaps because look, right now, who are you taking off the field? Gary or Preston Smith? And Preston's coming off a game where he had, you know, but a couple of sacks. And it's yeah. just I understand that everybody wants a superstar right away. But he's he's the check is in the mail on Van Ness. I think he's going to be legit. I'm excited. Um, let's preview this Packers Vikings game real quick. The Vikings are two point favorites, Corey. That tells you how close this I think 
Uh, I think this is going to be an insane game. I think this is there's Seems a reason Seems the low. NFL. I don't know if you haven't watched the Vikings, have you? Like they're 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 a bit of a, a dumpster fire at the moment on offense. Like they can move the ball, but then they always end up shooting themselves in the foot. That's why they're literally not declared who their starter is going to be as far as that quarterback because Mullins, yeah, like I said, they literally are, They're getting to play the Packers. The ultimate I get know, right. I understand team. that. So yeah, ultimate get right. I totally hear you. I I get it. But the, I think you know they are coming off a game where they suffered a bunch of injuries, and it, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be wild. I think it's gonna be a wild game, and I think there's a reason the NFL was like, you know, six days ago when they could have flexed it, they were like, mm, nah, keep it there because it's gonna be nuts. Yeah, I don't. It's gonna, it's gonna be a fun never, game on the, New Year's Eve. And I, the flex never made sense to me because there wasn't enough of an upside for the flex, to be honest with you. Yeah. I just didn't ever feel like there was. A, and, and to your point, like Packers, Vikings, Packers, Bears, Packers, Vikings. It's like, really? Yeah. Like, why would you flex those games ever? Even if both teams are shit, it's going to be interesting. You know, <laughs> people are going to watch it. Yeah. There's no yeah. doubt about that. It's going to have um, high ratings. So keeping on with this game, hold on to the ball this time. I mean, I, I know the Packers' last really super poor performance on offense was against this Vikings defense, which is legit. Uh, I don't want to take anything away from them because they are very good. But they did drop maybe, if you're grading harshly, seven passes last time, including Wicks, which would have set, set up a, a golden goal-to-go opportunity late later in the game, which would have made it the whole complexion of the game very different. I, I've just... This is a very different Packers team taking on yeah. again a very talented, very accomplished yeah. defense. This is a this is a good test for Jordan Love and these pass catchers to kind of rise above what happened last time. Because look, I think Flores is legit and I think he's got this defense playing really well. Um, but you know, this is a very different Packers team than the last time around. So I'm I'm just just hold on to the ball, man. If they hold on to the ball this time. They could they they've got some ability to to give the Vikings some problems, but you gotta hold on yeah. to the ball. Gotta do it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and also uh, I think that, you know, with the Vikings defensive line, especially, I think this will be a good test to see if, you know, the offensive yes. line has made the progress that we think it's made, right? We we you yes. know, this was one of those games that we got overpowered pretty hard in the trenches uh, on offense, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting to see where we've made the improvement there. And, uh, you know, if Josh Myers can continue his his ascension, Dude. which has is, is been Dude. a real thing. It's truly – what's crazy is that – it's funny you mentioned that because, like, going back and watching the game, the Carolina game, like, the interior played pretty damn well. Like across those three, left guard, center, right guard, and that's you know with the kind of platooning there at right guard, they all played pretty damn well. Where they kind of struggled on Sunday was at at tackle with both Walker and Tom having, I would say you know some moments, some tough moments. But you know, look, Brian Burns is legit, and I think uh, there there are going to be you know plenty of times where you're going to have an uneven performance from guys, but. This whole environment in Minnesota does not do you any favors if you're playing tackle. No. Like we've talked to David Bakhtiari about it. Like the idea of you've got to have your head turned in, you're watching the snap, you're going on a silent count, so you've got to watch the ball. And then at the snap of the ball, these defensive ends, you know, they're so fast, athletic, talented. And the fact that it's Minnesota with their pressure packages, that you don't know who's coming, who's going, like it's a tough tough task and this is why i keep saying like this is going to be jordan and really like to your point it's kind of the operation right the protection operation from buyers to to love to the backs and tight ends and everybody involved with keeping jordan love upright this is going to be the one this is the biggest test that they've had all year because it is an insane environment at u.s bank stadium i know anybody who's watched this channel for any length of time knows i keep talking about this but it's very true it fucking hurts on third down in that building. Like when they, they, the opponent gets to third down, the noise is beyond. I mean, deafening doesn't even begin to describe it. It is soul crushing. Like yeah, I, it's I, all fake it, I do not envy. Well, not all fake. 
Most of it's mm. real, though. There's still some. There's still some fakeness to it, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, it's fake in the sense that it's engineered, so it might be real, but it's double reverberation. Right. They're doing some engineering right, right. things. That, some that kind of stuff. That Very true. That should not be allowed. Very true. But very true. That's you know, how when you built. never won a Super That's Bowl, you got home field advantage. You got to <laughs> try any way you can. Right. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, last point. <sighs> Vikings uh, are TJ Hawkinson. Correct. Is, that, is there uh, a worse team in the NFL? Wait, 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 wait. Is there a worse team in the NFL than the fucking Minnesota Vikings? I don't think there is. Is there a, is mean, there a trashier team? They, they have trashier. got to be now, see, the trashiest. They're the trashiest, thirstiest. They're so fucking thirsty. Their fans are thirsty. They're just, oh, they're just fucking trash. I hate them. I, hate I always the Vikings. say plastic. They're plastic. Like, there's nothing authentic about them. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's true. They 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 chant. stole their chant, and the chant isn't even from a legit steal. It's from a fake steal, right. which is so classic. Right. They can't even steal shit right. You know, it's like they have, what do they you know, do this, that's this... good? What is anything they do that's good? The fucking horn is annoying. By any like, even if you're a fan, that shit's annoying. I know fans that are annoyed by the Minnesota Vikings stuff that they do. <laughs> Their quarterbacks um, will, are always will, cheesy and corny. Cheesy as hell. Oh my the, god! The only, the only the only flowers I will give them is they are, were the very first team ever in the league to have a sensory room for people on the spectrum. I wish the Packers would do that. That's my one. That's my one flower for the Vikings. That's it. Not, Outside of that, I'm not going to hate. They're I'm terrible. not going to hate on that, and I'm not going to say that's a nothing burger, but but that's great of them. I I I, I, I kudos to the Minnesota that's Vikings. It. That's literally it. That is but literally that, it in the pantheon but, of their history. That is it. But like they they are sloppy second. Like they're the sloppiest. Yes. It's like they'll take. Oh, you were a Packer. If you have Packers on your resume, they're like, come on in, come on down. Oh, the Packers got we can rid find of you. A spot we need for you. We got a spot for you, buddy. Oh, you like to talk shit about the Packers because they they made you mad? Here, let me let me allow you to air your grievances and be a shitty player that the it's Packers so why the Packers got rid of you. I mean, it's just there's a reason the, the Packers a, let you go. Yeah, it is like I don't know that if I if I was like let's say like I was God and I made an NFL team to God be the us. perfect foil to the Green Bay Packers, like yeah. They are they're like the Washington what is the what is the team that plays the Globetrotters? They literally are are just a little bit better than that the team. Generals. The generals, the yeah, Washington yeah. generals. Right. They are like right. one half of a step better than the Washington generals if we're the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> That's so good. They were That's manufactured perfect. to be our foil. They are manufactured to be yep. our modern day foil. Because the Bears much. didn't want the job anymore, so you know. Nope, nope. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. I think that's uh, I think that's spot on. Um, finally, T.J. Hawkinson is out, and he gave us nothing but trouble last time around. So that's good to see. And they are banged up. Like I said, coming out of that game against Detroit, they are dealing now. Obviously, the Packers are banged up as well. I'm not saying anything else, but I mean it's a good time to catch the Vikings. They're in turmoil. They're banged up. They don't even know who their fucking quarterback is. Like. Like as tough as this will be, it could be ten times worse. So I it just it's it lines up. That's why I'm saying like it lines up. There's a chance the Packers could win this. If they win this, they could win that last game. They could be in the playoffs. Like it's it's a legit possibility. So that's why I'm not completely dismissing it. Sunday's a tough test though, no doubt. So if they beat the Vikings, they're going to have to suspend Jair for another game. Just you know, because it worked. no 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 yeah right. <laughs> Clearly, clearly, that's what it was all. Clearly, that time. was it. Obviously, obviously. Um, hey, look, quick, real, real quick. Let's get to the Deion Sanders quote of the week. Obviously, the Buffs aren't playing, but uh, I love this. Peggy, the ninety-nine-year-old Buffalo fan. They did a whole thing in USA Today about their relationship. Apparently, he went to her house at the start of the season, and they have formed a friendship. Peggy is unbelievable, man. She's a pillar of stability. She's a pillar of love, a pillar of hope, of consistency, legacy, and she's so dear. I highly recommend everyone check it out. It's like, uh, I just love that connection. Like the fact that she, at 99 years old, has watched like Buffalo football 
for decades, right? And she's known many of the coaches that have come through Colorado, and she loves Dion and is all in on Dion and said, like, this is he's my favorite coach in a very long time, etc. I that's the power of Dion right there, man. Like, people love to give him shit and dismiss him, but I, I think he's amazing. Like, you can quibble with however he runs his program, whatever, but just as a connector, as a human connector, he's fucking incredible, man. I love him. I don't disagree. All right, you ready? You ready, yeah, dog? Ready. You ready for the blogosphere? Okay, let's hit it. This week in the Packers That's right. It's this week in the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. Corey, you know, when news hits, it's hard to, like, capture every facet of the story, right? Like, there's a lot of levels to things, and you're trying to express yourself, and you got to make a video, and you got to put a blog post up, and you got to do the tweet, and you got to do this thing and the other thing. Like, it's tough, man. Content creation is not easy. That's why I was so impressed with Andy Herman this afternoon, because... I thought he did a phenomenal job with one tweet. Now, obviously, he's a he's a power user. He's a subscriber to Twitter, and so he's got the blue check, and he can write a little bit longer than some other people. But this tweet, and I'm going to read it out for the podcast so they can listen if they can't read it, etc. Um, so, Corey, this is a lot, so just relax. You can talk on the other side. Um, but this Jesus, that's a book. The moment. In the moment, this is impressive as hell. Andy says, there is a difference in holding people accountable for performance and holding people accountable for personal conduct. Jair was held accountable, correctly, for conduct detrimental to the team. It's not uncommon for those types of issues to be handled quickly and more swiftly. Joe Barry has not been held accountable yet for an awful defensive performance for three years. We can absolutely argue that Barry's decision is a mistake, and it rears its ugly head again here because when the conversation should be about Jair, it immediately flips to what about Joe? I still believe Joe Barry's accountability is coming quickly and swiftly enough. No, but it's coming. Ultimately, this is a mess. And Matt LaFleur has some serious cleanup to do. That started with the suspension of Jair today. We'll continue with a new defensive coordinator in the offseason. And what will need to be a complete teardown and rebuild of the staff coordinator, scheme, and personnel on defense. How the team and locker room respond after this will need to be monitored, and this is a pretty big moment overall in the Matt LaFleur era. Could be nothing, could be everything, but there's clearly unhappiness and frustration in the locker room, and Green Bay is going to have to decide how to make that right sooner rather than later. Ladies and gentlemen, that is incredible. To get all of that, the entire sentiment, and a real good look three-dimensionally at everything in play in real time, that's not easily done. And Andy did it. So, I mean, shout out to Andy Herman. I thought that was awesome. That's my only, that's my only note. Mm. <laughs> I know you're impressed. It's, it's kind of it. a nothing take. I don't know. Call me crazy. I disagree, it's, but it's just like right in the middle. Opinions. It's just right in the middle. Yes, it's like, because that's life. That's the world. Here's the mm. other thing. This is something that kind of popped up. This mm. this popped up on Twitter today. We on the outside, it doesn't watching really social say media though. mostly. Doesn't say. Anything. No, it, it it completely draws the line between personal conduct versus performance, which is. The I mean, no, I totally hear that. The point, but but the you point I mean? is to to Joe Barry and I, I. I mean, in one sentence, you can say. Joe Barry has nothing to do with Jair Alexander. They're conf anytime you would right. make them make any. The only thing that I said they kind of have to do with is that nothing happens in a vacuum, which is true as well. But like he really didn't right. say anything besides the fact that you shouldn't conflate the two things, which I agree with because they have nothing to do with each other. But I can do that in two sentences, Here. not 140 fucking two. I don't know. I'm Here's not hating on thing. it. I'm just like it just kind of says nothing. But whatever. You know me. This I'm always going to be like. <laughs> I know. Like, why? You know, whatever. It's like, you know, it's a. In a know. world where people are saying, oh, LeFleur is losing the locker room, or oh, things are totally off the rails at 1265 Lombardi. No, there's context, there's nuance, which Andy captures there. This is my point. It's like, 
because everyone consumes everything in bite-sized morsels and then that informs their feeling right how they feel about the team how they feel about what's going on behind closed doors none of which we're privy to andy to my estimation does a very good job there of pointing things out and saying like no there's a lot going on here and there's more to come and like it's a very reasoned well kind of considered take which is very rare on the internet so yeah i just love that from the perception of oh my god everything's burning down andy does a great job of saying no, 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 no. There's a lot going on here. Take a breath. This is what it is. That's why I liked it. That's my thing. Yeah. I just thought it was boring, but okay. <laughs> it probably is. All right. Let's get to the uh, YouTube uh, comments, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, what do we got? Ed Pierce. I wish the absolute best for Jair and the Packers. I wish for the Vikings to have their asses handed to them Sunday night. Go, Pack. Go. Thanks for Super Chat. Joe Mailman, BJ Raji would have got the coin flip call right. Yeah, he would have. Thanks, Joe, for the super chat. Andrew Bujiger, hi, Aaron. From your time on the beat and all your Chisa TV experience, how much does reality inside 1265 match public perception? 5%, 25% other. It's rare that it matches up. Like, they're not. I was about to say. Like, obviously, the, the, folk, the folks in PR are aware of it, but, like, yeah, the, the, the people who actually matter and are making football decisions. Now, clearly, the higher up you get, Mark Murphy, etc., like, you know, they're aware of narratives around the franchise. But, man, yeah, the guys making decisions on the football side, like the, on the day-to-day, Brian, Matt, etc., they don't – that like, none of what is going on with Twitter or social media bears any real resemblance to what's going on inside the building. Very rarely. Well, I would take that further. I would take that. I would say that 1265. I mean, I would say 95% yeah. of the people that work at 1265 uh, are as clueless right. about what's going on as we are, to be honest with you, because they tighten the <laughs> That's up. probably true. It's a very yeah, tight world. Very, very And much. honestly, yeah. I would even go so far to say that the perception of uh, Brian, Matt, and and Mark are very different to to what they think. Yeah. Of yeah, what's really going that's on. That's true. So it's like, you know, it's like, yeah, I yeah, I would say pretty close to zero. Andrew Ware, thanks for Super Chat. Do you all not have a studio set up for two? <laughs> go, Pat, go. Um, we do, but it takes a lot Corey's more people to Corey's sitting in the studio. Corey's sitting so in I'm the actually, studio where we used to do the show. I'm in the studio, but we have a really big show coming up, um, and – you know, we not really. We used to be set up for a show in here, and it just takes a lot more people. And it's just, you know, what's nice is we have really good producers in Green Bay that can produce the show remotely, and we just stuck with it. I almost didn't do the show this week, to be honest with you guys, because we have a really big show coming up. And you know, the way we're doing it right now just lends itself to it's pretty easy. And also, Aaron and I are pretty comfortable with the fact I like being in the same room with Aaron when we're watching. And I, I do think that, you know, we definitely can – we argue better because we in, – in this, the way we're doing it now, we save a little bit more space for each other. So we're actually actively listening to each other more a little bit more, I think, than when we're in the room together where we're ready to pounce on each other. So it is a little bit different. but um, <laughs> Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is – I, I like I like the show like this. I like the two box and everything like this. We're, we're – We've already kind of we know what we're doing and and nobody had to kind of do anything different, which is nice. Except me, so makes life easier for everybody. <laughs> Terminal Frost, thanks for super chat. I say move Barry to wide receivers coach. Nobody schemes a wide receiver as open as Joe. Plus, we get a new DC. It's a win-win. <laughs> thanks. For the well super chat. done, like Terminal Frost. I, well I done. Do not mind that idea. Love it. Porkmaster thought with twelve gone, the drama would simmer. Now with this jaw thing, are we are are we the drama? We are the drama, Porkmaster. We are. 100% are we the drama? Win no for the win. Is the coin toss rule that you can technically elect to kick off in both halves? Thanks for super yes, chat. you technically can if you wanted to. Yes, that's weird. Yep. I thought you had to do one of the. That's weird. I didn't realize that. Mimsy. That's why they say you have super to chat. say defer. Gotcha. Suspension saving jaw from the JJ Gritty karma. His level of play has dropped off while acting immature. His contract implies he should be a leader. Thanks for the super chat. Don't, don't disagree with any of that, Mimsy. 
we don't know that he's not a leader. We know that he doesn't act like a leader to our perception, but we don't know that he's not a leader. Uh, Massimiliano Margagliati, thanks Super Chat. Many things to fix into locker room. Matt LaFleur will do. Thumbs up. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. I'm with you, Em. Uh, thanks, Em. Don... Don Vito, 608, I love Matt LaFleur, but by seemingly losing the locker room, not firing Barry, and then 1265 speaking accountability, he belongs on the hot seat. I don't – I still don't think he's, he's on no, the hot seat. Though. No, no. If he doesn't fire Barry, then he's on the hot seat. Yeah, definitely. But he still gets a year. We got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he's so not on he's the hot seat yet. Maybe on the hot seat. Yeah, he's not on the hot seat. Though. Andrew Ware. And everyone keeps I saying su- lo- losing the locker room. He's not losing the locker room. Let's kill that. Yeah, if he'd have lost the locker room, it would have happened a lot earlier than now. I mean, we were in the we were in yeah. the doldrums for four and six at one point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. If you're going to lose, Seriously. if there was a time to lose the locker room, it was, you know, not having the Kansas City Months and the ago. Detroit games happen. Andrew Ware, yeah. thanks for Super Chat. I would submit, are these issues significant everywhere or just significant at 1265? Extracurricular guys have a history in Green Bay that they don't with other teams. Just an observation. I mean, I would say it's everywhere. I mean, I, I, Andrew, my only question would be how closely have you paid attention to all 31 other teams? You know what I mean? Like, there are certainly issues everywhere. The types of things that rise to the level of headline is maybe different, but man, you just go through any NFL city and there are plenty of issues bubbling to the surface each and every week on every NFL team. Maybe not headline grabbing on the national level, but. Yeah, I don't. I think yes. There's something to the idea that like the Packers have in the past run a tight ship, and now all of a sudden there's a bit of drama. But yeah, I don't think that's any major outlier or anything like that. John Simitovich. So when does accountability start? If not now. If not now, it starts now. It's not a bad. It's not a bad question, and that's that's the that's the point. I think the Packers are making. Like, all right, things are getting a little kind of ridiculous we're gonna rein it in a bit and again it we're might work be... it might not but this is their uh this is their path that they want to take we're gonna be so accountable we're gonna lose games because of it jones r2 <laughs> how many yards does Preston limit jj to this sunday there you go jones r2 cornerback number one preston smith let's go let's go brian costanza they need to get out of the devondre deal can they get out the Devondre deal? Isn't it just one more? I thought it was only like one or two more years, isn't it? It's like it's a pretty favorable deal, I thought. I think there's an out this offseason. I don't know enough. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm going to look at it because I, I know that when he signed it, it was a five-year deal, but hold on, I'm oh, looking right now. Yeah, there's an out. There's an out. Potential out in, well, the the big potential out is after next year, is after 2024. Nick, after, after 2023, Whoo, there's still a dead cap of eleven million if they cut him. So it ain't uh it ain't great. But I, I'll be surprised if Campbell's back next season. I'll be very surprised. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Porkmaster, thanks Super Chat. Love is putting the ball in better spots. These young wide receivers are getting yak. I think this group can be the next rendition of the two thousand seven, two thousand eleven yak offense. I, I... I don't disagree with that, especially because of the relationship between him and the wide receivers and and just the growth this year between all of them um, has been pretty outstanding, actually. I think if there's one takeaway from this Packers team this season, it's got to be Love and his wide receivers uh, and the relationship between them uh, and and seeing that linear growth. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. you have seen it. not just Wicks, not just Dobbs, not just Watson, but you know the Bo Meltons of the world. Everybody, uh, right? Everybody. Dustin Logan, thanks for super chat. No QB, no tight end, no running back. Possibly no Allison. No problem. Joe Barry will ensure Mullins enters the MVP race, but Love will <laughs> overcome Barry. Packers twenty-eight, twenty-four. Thanks, Dustin, for the super chat. There you go, Dustin. That's what I'm talking Joe about. Joe Mayman. I think I think maybe the last straw was Jair going out and playing like asterisks after screwing around with the coin flip his head was not where it needed to be like true it's possible probably true not saying it's impossible yeah dustin logan love how dobbs is so chill until he scores go pack go it is true he is yes he's pretty chill dude he's an intense young man he's an intense young man if you see him out at training camp like you watch him during practice he's an intense dude 
Like it's it, there is simmering going on. That's all I'll say. Mimsy, Matt Lafleur's clock management is detrimental to the team. It's <laughs> <laughs> true, especially in the second half. Not unfair. Not unfair. Mimsy, Joe moved to Skybox (laughs) seeking divine intervention. Thanks for the super chat. I saw someone say today he moved to the Skybox, the the box to coach because he didn't want fans storming the field, which, you know, not unfair. Not Not impossible. Kyle Hearn. The jaw decision is the front office equivalent of players playing through stuff. If we only judge on field performance, we can judge. Uh, front office for what they say do in public. If there were issues, if there were other issues, say that. Otherwise, it seems silly. Thank you, Kyle. Matt for did nice say that. Super chat. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Matt say? literally did say. He said today he was asked, "Is it just the coin toss, or is it's been a buildup?" And he confirmed it's never just one thing. So there. That's why I keep talking yeah, but, about like we don't know. No, I know, but his point you know? is, well, if it is, then say it. Which is like, we'll say all the things. Why not? Um, Bill Kohler, a very happy holidays to both of you gentlemen, Negs and Corey, to see the growth of Cheesehead TV year after year and the explosion of Carry the G has been absolutely incredible. Thank you from us fans. Thanks, Phil. Appreciate the sentiment. Thanks, Phil. Thank you for supporting Cheesehead TV. Speaking of supporting Cheesehead TV, Ian, what's up, guys? Just hopped on. Not sure a jaw suspension makes up for all the accountability that needs to be addressed. You probably already addressed this. If so, sorry. We still win in Minnesota. Go, Pat, go. Carry the G. Love to all. Thanks, Ian. Ian knows. See, we still win in Minnesota. That's right. Let's go. Jocelyn, love has done more no huddle on third and short lately with seemingly mixed results. Wouldn't mind less of it on Sunday for the reasons you just said. I don't know if it's no huddle or if it's... mm, Matt putting him in this is the situation. Yeah, the environment the environment being what it will be on Sunday night. I'm like, let's huddle up, guys. <laughs> let's make sure we're all on the same page. I'm down yeah. with that. Wendy Vance, my husband and I went to a game in Minnesota a few years ago. We got lost looking for the trophy case. <laughs> hey! Yeah, you were lost for a while. Oh, Wendy Vance from the top rope. Boom, boom, Stanley Williams, let's get Evero or Graham for our DC next year. LOL. Graham, who's Graham? Stanley, that's who we talked. Stanley was on Happy Hour last night talking about uh, the former Giants, Cardinals, came from the Patriots coordinator. I don't hate the idea. I'd love to have him in as a uh, interviewee, so to speak. Um, I know Jeff Smith also last night had an interesting proposition. I think it was the linebackers coach from the Ravens. I think we'll have lots of names to talk about. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun off season of trying to figure out where they're going, who they're interviewing, and who's in the lead, who gets brought back for a second interview. Get ready, because that's all coming. Maybe QB, thanks for Super Chat. Maybe Barry should be should have maybe Barry should have be back down on the field so Matt can chew him out like he did Wyatt. <laughs> but did you also notice, baby QB, the hug between Matt LaFleur? And Wyatt afterwards. Everyone's talking about the chewing out, but no one wants to mention the fact that they hugged it out after. Yeah, didn't they show you that? Know, but Matt LaFleur. Yeah, they did. But Matt LaFleur is losing the locker room, Corey. Don't you know? Uh, Talit Cowden. Thanks for Super Chat. Thoughts on Mike Zimmer as potential Packers DC in 2024? I love this idea. I don't think it's ever going to happen. No. I think he wants to be a head coach. No. I would fucking love it, though. I would, As a defensive coordinator, I freaking love it. But I think he wants to be a head coach. Oh, we don't need no sloppy seconds. Frank Blasi, thanks to Super Chat. My ultimate dream, Packers win next two. Make playoffs, run table, win Super Bowl. Joe Barry fired during the ceremony. Make it happen. Science. <laughs> go back, go. <laughs> Frank. Science. There's a lot, there's Frank a lot out here. going on there. <laughs> Frank got a lot going on. <laughs> By the way, you say you don't want no sloppy seconds. Capers was sloppy, like seconds, thirds, what have you, and they won a Super Bowl with him. I don't care, man. You're a good coordinator. That's all I care about. This is funny. I just added something in the queue that's funny. Mike Witt. Jim Leonard hires Packers DC. Let's do it, Corey. No, no. (laughs) That ship has sailed, my friend. Jones R2. Don't let the Jair stuff distract you from how bright the Packers future looks right now. Exactly. Thank you, Jones R2. I want to make the players, Jones R2. I want to make the playoffs. That's what I would like. Because if there's something do that it. the Packers do really well, 
is they play up <laughs> or down to their opponents. So once we make the playoffs as the shittiest seed, there's nowhere to go but up. Dustin Logan, thanks for Super Chat. I just wanted to send an even $10 today. Go, Pat, go. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, thanks, Dustin. Dustin. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Joe, <laughs> thanks for the comment. Does Nags realize Cheesehead TV is his customer service voice? Because his mindset, words, and thoughts are complete 180 when he has to watch Joe Barry. <laughs> You're not it lying, so Joe. Funny. You're not lying. It is that is not incorrect. Uh, I we it had a commenter funny. a long time ago on the website say that I'm Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde when it comes to the Packers because like during the game I'm an animal, but like you know during the week I'm much more reasoned and considered. So it's just how I live, man. But I appreciate it, Joe. I appreciate it. You're not incorrect. You are not incorrect. Uh, let's give a shout out to all our Patreon members out there. Thank you so much for your support. Love hearing from you guys every week on Happy Hour. You guys are the lifeblood of everything we do at Cheesehead TV, along with all of you here on YouTube as Carrie the G Club members. You guys rock. You get Your numbers are growing. It's been fun to watch. We really appreciate your support here during Transplants, during Watch Party. Love to interact with all of you each and every week. Thank you so much. Uh, Corey, you got anything for the fine folks out there before we head out? Yeah, let's beat the Vikings. There you go. That'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. I think it's a fluid situation. And we're, we're I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time. And, uh, <laughs> and just, it's going to be fluid, though. That's all I can tell you.